Harrison tells us that Peter's journey to love has been anything but ordinary. Has it, though? I mean, that implies that it's interesting. Mm. Yeah, I just... This is the opening that you wanted? Well, I didn't have anything. What y'all didn't see was Ryan sitting here contemplatively... Right, sweating it over what I was going to say for my opening. Well, this just gets at a larger issue, which is... I don't know what I was saying about any of this. I will say this season can... Suck my D. Suck Peace. A, I'm out. Suck a bag of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean that in the nice and non, non-threatening, nicest way I can. But ready uh, for Claire? Yeah, let's bring talk on, about that. Bring on to Claire Bear. Yeah. Oh my word! <laughs> my word! My word! I've fallen in love, and I can't get up. <laughs> Call at the retirement <laughs> home that they wanted me to be the bachelorette. <laughs> I feel like we gotta have a new old Yeah, because that's a That's Elise. Elise, I was gonna say. Um, that younger woman Elise told me this might happen. She's a real whippersnapper. <laughs> Kids these days. No, I'm here for Claire. I barely mm. remember Claire, but I'm here for it. Uh, you have good memories of I Claire. Have, I Interesting memories. Of okay, Claire. elaborate. Claire, interesting. Interesting. Very um, interesting. Well, what do you think, Doctor Freud? <laughs> <laughs> Very interesting. Um, is that Freud? Who am I doing there? I guess it's Freud. Why not? Sure. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Could be Freud. Um. She was on Juan Pablo season. Yeah. She was very pretty. Mm-hmm. I think that Claire is very pretty, although everyone's like, she's pretty for a 38-year-old now. Oh, please. Well, you know, so, I mean, I will say, I think that Claire being 38 is going to be, it's going to turn into the same thing of as Colton's virginity. Yeah. Like, we are going to have to sit through 50 mentions of the, what are you pointing Nothing. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I thought you were pointing Mm-mm. at the window. No. We saw the movie The Invisible Man Just tonight. now. Yeah. The Invisible Man is lurking outside. <laughs> you can't see him, but he's there. Um, sh- I think that we're going to get... A- we're going to be so sick of hearing about how fucking old Claire is. Well, yeah. I mean, we're going to get like a hundred mentions of how old she is from us. Well, just a hundred from us. Yeah, in this episode. Five hundred yeah. from Harrison. Right. A bunch from Claire. <laughs> well, it's going to be like Claire. all the limo gags are going to be like, oh, I'm coming out in a walker. Which, again, is exactly the same joke we've been doing about Elise for many years now. But yeah, that's kind of our don't joke. Steal our bit. Don't step on our toes. Get your own material, bachelors. Um, but yeah, I mean, she's really pretty. She was a little bit crazy on Juan Pablo's season. Uh-huh. And I can't even... Uh, I can't even say exactly what I like. I don't remember anything specific, but I do remember her being one of the. She wasn't like a villain, mm-hmm. but a loose cannon, maybe a little bit. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I, I, she just has, you know, she got some crazy lurking. Um, but that paid off. I mean, she told off Juan Pablo. She uh, stood up for herself in the end. Yeah. Well, she was the one who, when she was like, I love you. And Juan Pablo was like, I love fucking you. 
Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. Which it remains one of like the douchiest moments on Bachelor history. I yeah. Think. I mean, um, I think Juan Pablo was probably the most hated Bachelor. Yeah. By the producers, certainly. Mm-hmm. Like you could just tell that Harrison hated him. Um, but yeah, I mean, we didn't watch Winter Games, and so she was on there, and I know some people via Twitter have told us that she was a little, like, flaky or wishy-washy, a little bit of a, uh, a little bit of a, what do you call it? A flip-flopper. Flip-flopper. Yeah, She's a, a real John Kerry, if you yeah. will. Well, part of that was that she had just had her hip replaced. Hey, oh, bum cha. That's like four. Yep, or just now, yeah. We're, we're keeping track. Yeah, okay, great. Yeah, You're gonna the, get to 50, get to 100. Oh, I'll get to a hundo. A hundo P, I'm getting to a hundo <laughs> on this. <laughs> um, and yeah, I mean, again, I am simply, first of all, I'm glad that they finally fucking recognized that this season really has been a dumpster fire. I feel like it takes a lot for them to go that outside um, of the realm of like what you're expecting for the bachelorette or bachelor. And so for them to not pick Hannah Ann or Kelsey or Victoria, it just Uh shows that they are acknowledging like, yep, the girls sucked this season. (laughs) Let's reset on this whole thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, the last time they went this far back was Ari. Ari, yeah. And it was the same kind of thing. It was just like, yeah, we don't really have anybody. It's not going to be Evan. Yeah. And I think the only other, um, you know, choice, obviously I saw people floating out the option of Hannah B. I don't think we're doing that. I mean, well, clearly we're not. Yeah. But I didn't, I didn't ever think that that was really something that they were going to put the viewer through again. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Tasha, which I would have been fine with. I like Tasha. I think that, you know, I saw a complaint that Nick Vial was giving, which was that she's too normal and well-adjusted. And I agree with that. Like, I don't know. She just seems, she's really pretty. She's normal and kind of funny. I don't know that, I think that we're going to get an entertaining season okay. with Claire. Okay. One of our listeners recommended Demi, which I liked because it could be men and women. Yeah. And I feel like if you want to shake the show up, there you go. That's your shake up. That's then, really more of a paradise type of content. Okay. Right. Respect the integrity of the Bachelorette season in which it's got to stay the same way. You know what I want them to do is pick a handful of like previous contestants who are now older just like our bachelor oh interesting this is really just my ploy to get peter cross back on yeah i know well and i know you like you like an older man so yeah i am 100 percent here for these romances because i feel like we're gonna get some uh we're gonna get some salt and pepper beards yeah we're gonna get some silver foxes and then you know they're also gonna throw some like you know, 23, 24 yeah. year old. Jeepers, dudes. Claire! Yeah. Uh, I want you to meet my mom because I want to fuck her, but I can't, so I have to fuck you. Can I see your boobies? Oh, man. Yeah. All right. So that, we'll see how that goes. I mean, anything to reset on this season. Because, yeah, when they, we'll get to the Madison Rose ceremony stuff in a second. But when they showed all these women, I was like, these women were on this season of The Bachelor? Like, what? I don't remember any of that. Like, they panned all the... And it was just like, I, none of this resonates with me at all. <laughs> like, who are these random strangers? <laughs> who are these strangers? Right, who they brought into the women tell-all. <laughs> um, but before we do that, 
Real quick, we had no new reviews this week. Thanks, Thanks guys. guys. Thanks. Thanks for all the support. And, uh, it feels great. Yeah, all and the love. Here, Here is one thing that I dislike about iTunes. Steve Jobs, if you're listening. <laughs> oh, the ghost of Steve Jobs. Uh, Spoiler alert, Steve Jobs is actually just an invisible man. <laughs> like in the movie, he faked his own death yeah. and he's just been getting around the world in an invisible suit. Spoiler alert. Not for the movie because that's all in the trailer. Spoiler yeah. alert for Steve Jobs. Yeah, spoiler alert the movie, just, for, just for current events. Right, the movie Steve Jobs. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it ends. <laughs> There movie? are two Steve Jobs movies. They came out like back to Yeah, back. Ashton Kutcher played him solely because he looks like young Steve Jobs and for no other reason. And then what? Fassbender well, played him? Are you judging him for that? I feel like that's the reason why you've gone as Jon Snow for the last five Halloween. Yeah, but I'm not getting a hefty paycheck for it. <laughs> You're getting a lot of head pats and... Local celebrity a, attention. Ha, ha, ha. You got a lot of uh, got a lot of female interest at that hockey game for it. That's true. Yeah. Hey, people tell me I look like Jon Snow. Oh, tell us more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, it was. I was near the ice. It was cold. It was right in the Jon Snow. Why is the Jon Snow Where's environment? Your yeah. Did you leave it <laughs> Winter's coming, Jon oh Snow. Gosh. Yeah. Yeah, what? A couple of women talked to me at the hockey game that one time. I was there with the kids. I wasn't like uh, out on the prowl. <laughs> Winter's Meow. not the only thing that's coming. That's my line. Oh, you stole, stole it. it. Oh, that's my line. Stole your line. Yeah. Like you're the first one to come up with that line. Sure, right. And like I was ever going to use that <laughs> in any situation at all. Um, okay, so what? There were two Steve Jobs movies. Steve Jobs is not dead. Where were we? Who was uh, the other Steve Jobs? This my notes are literally a half a page. So you know this episode was bad because I J-Mo only have. J-Mo Brock noted that we seem to be taking more and more uh, diversions. diversions. Yeah, yeah, tangents. You are correct, J-Mo Brock. <laughs> well, here's the thing. My notes are only two pages, which you know how bad this yeah, is. Yeah, Ryan usually has like 15 pages yeah. of notes. Yeah, double space. He spaced. still doesn't know what happened in the episode. Uh-huh, but, but I write a lot down. Um, yeah, so there were two Steve Jobses. Um, before we get into this episode, I do want to give a shout out to our one listener in Hot Springs, Wait, Arkansas. I was, gonna, I was going somewhere with okay. Steve Jobs. Okay, where? Okay, oh, go, go the way you're going to go. What I don't like about iTunes is that we can, if you don't leave a review, all we see is like the number of stars, right? So, like, mm-hmm. We'll get. We'll see that we have like ten new reviews, but we won't know if they were all one star reviews, all five star reviews. Well, they were all five star reviews. Well, I mean, come on. I don't know. That one star is kind of creeping up there. <laughs> it is. Guys, there are more and more. If we of those. drop below four point five out of five, we're gonna quit. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it afloat. Um, no, the one star review people are just too scared. They don't have the balls to tell us why they don't like the podcast. Well, they're too scared because they don't want to get bullied by me. I know. But well, guys, then bullying is a serious issue. Rachel, like Rachel's going to have to show up. Yeah, when Rachel first showed up and was like, "Is this about us?" <laughs> <laughs> well, because she's like, people ridicule us. 
people make fun of every contestant. And it's like, yeah, that's what we do. We it get sounded, paid by KY to it do it. It sounded a lot like what we <laughs> sure. spend our Tuesday night yes. doing. Yeah. Then when they showed the message, it was like, oh, okay, we're not going that far. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah, don't don't go that far. I mean, I don't know why that we need to say this to our listeners because our listeners seem good. But, uh, yeah, don't threaten. Don't tell the uh, contestants to kill themselves. I felt personally attacked and bullied when that review said that I said fuck too many times. <laughs> and that you were too mean to Is me. Is that what we're talking about? Yep. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of bullying that we're talking. It's all equivalent to people pretending they want to buy a house from Tammy and then sending her a really mean message. I felt censored, but you know what? This is a fucking America. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, so you I agree. Shout out. Oh yeah, it was. Oh dumb. yeah, but so long story short, it's kind of like what we tell our students with the evals at the end of the semester. You can just fill out the bubble, but it really helps to leave comments. Yeah, that I can't make adjustments based on just your bubbles, yeah. just the one through mm-hmm. five. You can tell me unclear syllabus, but I don't know what to change. So same with this. So leave leave uh, good comments, like the comment I got last semester that just said, okay, boomer. <laughs> well, It's fair. super helpful. Yeah, fair though. <laughs> Yeah, when uh, they don't do this anymore because they're online, but it used to be that if the students would do a drawing, our staff assistant would have to type out, like, drawing of a dinosaur, yeah. like, giving a thumbs up. Shark writing a pterodactyl. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the word got out that she had to do that, which led to more and more drawings. Uh, yeah. Well, so, long story short, again, leave us a drawing on iTunes. Yeah. yeah. Or a description of what yes. your drawing would there be. There it is. That's the reviews for this week. And, uh, Michaela, since we're not getting any of your drawings anymore, maybe you could just tell us what you would draw oh, if you were like dropping it. the yeah. fucking ball on <laughs> us. Oh, I got married. I'm oh, in love. I have my own life beyond <laughs> your podcast. I don't like doing free labor. <laughs> Get your shit together, Michaela. Come on, Michaela. You and our research assistants <laughs> or both. Or anybody else. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, no shout-outs for reviews. As I mentioned, one listener in Hot Springs, Arkansas, which I chose yes. because uh, you and I have been. We have been. We've been. I've been multiple times. Yes. Being from Shreveport myself. Sure. Yeah. Stayed at the... Uh, crap. What's the What's, name Is of? it called the Hot Springs Hotel? It's definitely not called the Hot Springs <laughs> Hotel. It really has a really basic name it's like that, It's called the Arlington. That's, oh, where super basic. you go and you take a public bath mm-hmm. and then old women bathe you. Or old men. It's not, yeah, <laughs> just to be clear. And yeah. then you get, ra- you sit in like steaming spring water baths and mm-hmm. then they, they pull you out and they wrap you in a towel and you sit under a sheet and then they lead you to the shower and they scrub you with a woofah. With a loofah. A loofah, yeah. which my dad kept calling a woofah. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, they wash you off and you can pay extra and get a really painful massage. Yeah, or a really light massage was and the one I got. it's really wonderful. Yeah. But Ryan didn't like it. Yeah, well, no, Ryan your dad... it was weird to be bathed. Your dad compared it to one flew over the cuckoo's nest, and I thought that was a very like, apt description. It's like if one flew over the cuckoo's nest was also a day spa. Oh, and the, it was like if you had to pay a bunch of money for one flew over the cuckoo's nest. I don't think that Jack Nicholson was getting scrubbed with a therapeutic loofah. I suppose that's true. I suppose that's true. Maybe DeVito. Maybe. 
Okay, do you want to talk about what happened in this episode? We're 15 minutes in. Um, yeah, so what? Chris Harrison tells Peter that... So we're back at the rose ceremony uh-huh. before we get to the women tell He tells Peter that he looks like a man with the weight of the world <laughs> on his shoulders. You, my friend, are Atlas <laughs> carrying the world. And then they had a big Ayn Rand conversation about mm-hmm. Atlas Shrugged. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just think that people should be self-reliant, Chris Harrison, and I don't think anybody should rely on anybody else. I feel like Peter would be one of those obnoxious, like, 21-year-old college yeah. students that reads, like, The Atlas Shrugged and The Fountainhead, yeah, and then really takes to those ideas for about six months. Uh, fun fact, I've never read a single work by Ayn Rand. Me neither. No, neither have I. Yeah, Peter would be the kind of person, though, who would read a bunch of Ayn Rand and get real into it and then call his mom and ask for a bunch of money. (laughs) (laughs) That's the kind of person Peter would be. And then his mom would be like, bring her back! (laughs) Go get her! Go get your money! This is what love stories are made of. Bring her to us. Bring her home. God. Can we be done with this just so that we can be done with Peter's fucking parents? You really dislike them. I really do dislike yeah. them. Because I feel like they, they're they trying to get a free meal ticket out of The Bachelor too. Y'all are not in Bachelor Nation. Why, well, why shouldn't they get a free meal ticket? You, why should they? Well, here's the thing about them that I don't like. They're star fuckers. They'll fuck any celebrity that comes along. Someone who sleeps with a lot of celebrities. I feel like I would sleep with any celebrity. Well, I know that, but... So do you hate me because I'm a star fucker? No, I... uh... Do you have to fuck a star to be a star fucker? Or is it just that you would? Well, it's a state of mind, I suppose. (laughs) (laughs) But I think you actually have to do it. 24-7, 24-7, my state of mind. Yeah, no, I think you actually have to do it to technically be a star fucker as opposed to a wannabe. What about that one time that I met Ryan Gosling in the grocery store? That Did you fuck him? Maybe. You're a star flirt <laughs> is what you are. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Proud of it. Yeah. One time when I was at uh, UCLA... Uh, to visit, get something from the library that Pepperdine didn't stock. I don't know. Something about evolution, oh, probably. No. All I see here are Bibles. <laughs> I need something that's not about creationism. <laughs> um, they were filming American Pie 2, and Mina Suvari signed my uh, Eyes on the Prize civil rights reader because that's all I had on hand, and I feel like I was super awkward talking to her. I mean, of course. Yeah. How have I never heard this story? Yeah, I you don't know. asked her for an autograph? Yeah. And I'm sorry, what did she sign? I had, I was carrying my eyes on the prize civil rights reader. Oh, <laughs> so God. she signed that. Ha, ha, ha. How yeah. did this happen? Well. Were you like, hey, you're Mina Suvari. I saw your boobs in American Beauty. That's exactly what I said. Yeah. I bet you hadn't even seen American no, Beauty. No, I had seen American Beauty. You're, you weren't allowed to see boobs. <laughs> Did your dad I just, know that you had I just covered it? my eyes I during mean, those parts. I feel like your yeah. dad would be very disappointed in yeah. you. Yeah, Ryan. <laughs> We're not sending you to Pepperdine so that you can watch this smut. <laughs> this filth. Um, no, yeah, I... Uh, I don't remember. I made some kind of awkward comment. Oh, the shocking. Yeah, yeah. no, I think it was an awkward. She's like, oh, is that R-Y-A-N? And I was like, yeah, good. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that uh, oh was my, my awkward God. celebrity encounter. Yeah. Um, 
Do they teach evolution at Pepperdine? Um, yeah. No, one of the best articles I read my whole college career was about the evolution of virility of the AIDS virus and about how it, like, changes its evolution, like, its, uh, like, mortality, fatality rates, depending on, like, its spread. So I remember reading that. It wasn't like... And being like, wait a minute, if this virus can <laughs> evolution, maybe I was wrong. No, I didn't go that far. You didn't go that far. Yeah, no. Um, but no, they didn't... But no, I meant, like, do they teach, like, like that's cool that they have that? Do they teach evolution? I evolution? mean, I don't remember. I took curious. one science class. I don't know what happens if you get a science education. Yeah. There, I don't know. Yeah, I'm just curious. Um, yeah, no. They um, did, uh, Ben Stein did film part of his, cre- like his intelligent design documentary at Pepperdine. I thought Ben Stein was Jewish. Well, he is, but he can still be... Uh, creationist. Cre- cre- yeah, they're creationists too, as you know. In fact, I um, saw him speak at Pepperdine as well. Yeah, so celebrity encounters left and right. Left and right. Yep. And then you ate Jonathan Taylor Thomas's salad. My friend Christoph did. My friend Christoph was My also the one. <laughs> Christoph had to ferry Ben Stein all around for the whole day. He got to hang out with Ben Stein all day oh, long. He got to hang he out got with to, Ben yep. Stein. He got to, yeah. That was right at the height of when Ben Stein's money. So I was very jealous. Yeah? <clears throat> yeah. Huh. All right, so... What was happening? Madison, uh, <laughs> Peter. <laughs> Peter uh, says that he feels like, mm, maybe you didn't go about this the right way. <laughs> Harrison says, Good call, buddy. Your fantasy sweet, sweet date with Madison ended in disaster. Um, he I- says, it's heartbreak- it will be heartbreaking for me if she feels like she can't do this. This is what annoys me with, I mean... Oh, I don't know. I okay, go, ooh, go, go. Yeah, I if you're conflicted, no, say it. No, I'm not conflicted. Like, I do think that it's shitty. I think it all comes down to how clear you feel like Madison was being when she gave Peter whatever you want to call it. Guidelines, the ultimatum, uh-huh. when she shared her heart. Right. Like, I think the question that it all boils down to is, do you think that Peter understood what she was saying when she said what she said. Well, I I, I don't said. because he was clear that he didn't understand it. But also my larger point, which we talked about last week, is to me this is just an irreconcilable issue. Like if you're if you want me to be physically exclusive, well, that's not what I'm gonna do. You know, so but I don't think the ultimatum would have That's what I'm saying is like, I don't, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Burping a lot. Yeah. 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 The listener needs to know. Yeah, it's, well. Yeah. Share it with the listener. I will because I have to sit here and listen to it. (laughs) The listener should have to suffer as well. You're supposed to be saying excuse me after every single Yeah, as our son would tell us if he were here, the politeness police. I just think that if Peter knew what she was laying out for him, then it's foolish and shitty to be like, I can't believe that Madison might leave. You know, like. Yeah, sure. You knew she would. But then thinking back to what Madison said to him, I also kind of wonder, like, 
well, did he really know what she was saying? And if not, then I think the blame is on Madison because she should have been clear about what her expectations were. And I don't know. They're both just idiots. Yeah, I mean, they just, uh, whatever happens at the end of this season, they don't belong together. And if she's the one he ends up with, I just don't see how this, how they stay together forever. I mean, Harrison was like, no one knows how this journey ends, not even Peter. And it's like, no, I know how this journey ends. He breaks up with whoever this is within six months to a year. Right. Like we know. Yeah. yeah. We know how this ends. They don't end up together and they don't get married. Um, so, yeah, what do we got? We've got Peter. So, oh, yeah, go ahead. Peter saying, at this point, I could see all three of these women as my wife. Again, how is that a good thing? If yeah, you're like, they always say that. I know, but I, I mean, it's it's again expecting this show to not be stupid well, in this situation. To I, not that be doesn't stupid. bother me as much, actually, of some of the other stuff. Like, I don't know. I could imagine what my life would be like married to Nathaniel. You know, it doesn't mean that I like. I Nathaniel's feel like listening to this too, and he's losing his mind Nathaniel, right now. Are you into this? Yeah, like, uh, he's thought about it, too. I just feel like you can think about what life would be like and and picture them as your partner easily, you know? To me, it's more problematic when they, like, when he's like, I'm in love with three women. So this means you can see Nathaniel as your husband. That's what I'm hearing you say. A lot of neuroticism. Yeah, well, but it would be any, I mean, it would be no worse than living with It'd be a lot of funny tweets. A lot of funny tweets. Well, speaking of funny tweets, the I'm sitting with the queen of funny tweets over here, wearing the crown, 211 likes on your uh, oh, tweet. Big time. Man, that's a viral. For us, big that's time. like a that's, massive yeah, tweet. That has gone yeah. viral. Yeah, queen of funny tweets over here. I'm going to check it. Okay, and let's see. What is it, it right now? What, what is it right now? What are our numbers at? at? 217. 13 retweets, five comments. It's an Alanis Morissette tweet. Did you uh, at Alanis with this? Oh, no, I should have. You should have. That would have boosted it into the stratosphere. <laughs> <laughs> into the Twitter sphere stratosphere. Into the stratosphere. <laughs> up, up and away. <laughs> uh, Speaking of that, so... I'm going to at Mina Suvari and ask her if she remembers meeting you. <laughs> Signing my eyes on the prize, civil rights. I'm sure she does. It was magical for both of us. <laughs> they were filming the opening sequence of American Pie, too. Um, speaking of up, up, and away, at one point, Harrison refers to Pete as America's favorite pilot. Don't you think that's an overstatement? Uh, I feel like Jake Pavelka would have something to sure. say about that. Sure, Jake Pavelka would have something to say about that. Captain Sully would have something to say about that. Amelia Earhart. Our friend David Spanton. Right, helicopter, Blackhawk helicopter pilot. Joe and Brian Hackett have something to say about it. A lot of people have something to say about that. I think Pete is not in the top five of America's favorite pilots. It was, a, it was a bit of an overstatement, I think. <laughs> That's a stretch, Harrison. That's a stretch. Um, so Madison shows up after all. There's, you know, we aren't sure if she's going to even come to the rose ceremony. Well, they build all this tension because Hannah, Ann, and Victoria F. are there. And they're like, where is she? Is she going to come? Is she going to show up? So she does show up and um, he gives the rose to Hannah, Ann, and then... Madison, and there's a little bit of a, you know, a little bit of tension in waiting to see whether she'll even accept it, but mm-hmm. she does. How much of that do you think was editing? 
no, I don't think it was okay. editing. Okay. I, I buy it. I All buy right. that she was kind of, even if she wasn't actually weighing whether or not she was going to accept it, I buy that she wanted to make Peter squirm. Okay, that's fair. Like, me, am I, uh, ooh, what, ooh, nope, step forward, step back, yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, Madison and Hannah Ann are our top two. Victoria... Victoria F., we barely knew the... <laughs> All we know about you is that you're a homewrecker and you like to pose for white nationalist catalogs. <laughs> um, that also are into fishing. Uh, sorry, I was adjusting there a little bit. Well, Victoria... Um, Tells Peter afterwards, I just feel stupid. And uh, Peter says, don't feel stupid. You really put your heart out there. Yeah, that's why she feels stupid, Peter. She goes. That is the exact reason why she feels stupid. She said, I know. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> uh, yeah, she was pissed. And then um, she said, I don't know what to say. It is what it is. And uh, I have in my notes that this is the first conversation they've actually had without fighting. Yeah, right. <laughs> their breakup was actually one of their best conversations. Isn't it ironic? That's ironic. Is that ironic? Don't uh, you think? Oh, a little too ironic. I really do think. Yeah, so then we go to the women tell all. So what do you want to say about this? I don't want to take this in chronological order. Well, I want to say good God. I also want to... Uh, comment on a little comment that Victoria made that uh -huh. I thought was interesting when she's taking her, you know, final yeah. interview. She says, the conversation he had with Madison changed how he felt about me, which I thought was an interesting claim. Okay. Yeah. So why, why does she claim that? Oh my God, please stop fidgeting I'm with I'm fidgeting that. with the pen. You're the listener. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. It, I don't care if the listener can hear it or not. You're driving me crazy. Okay. I don't. I don't want to drive you crazy. I want to keep you in a sane zone. <laughs> what? What is that? Nothing. I'm just, I don't, I don't want to drive you crazy. Um, I don't know. I don't know if that was her way of saying that she thought that Peter had like, I don't know that, that Madison had like reverse slut shamed him. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but right. Well, she says, like, it's the fact that an ultimatum could sway his opinion. It sucks. I don't know that that swayed his yeah, opinion. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I feel like if that ultimatum was going to sway his opinion or his choice, he it would have worked in her favor. Would have worked in Victoria. Like, I don't he, think the Victoria ultimatum. Victoria favor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. The ultimatum was something that Peter, I think, had to get over, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think it made him want Maddie more. But maybe it's because she was playing hard to get. Maybe. I mean, you always maybe, want uh, know, the fruit you like, can't have. Away. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I don't yep. know. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. Madison but... leaves with a toast that says, here's to seeing if love can conquer all. It cannot. <laughs> okay. So the women tell all... Um, Harrison at one point says, I didn't expect it to get this feisty. Did you expect it to get this feisty? I did expect it to get this feisty. I did, yeah. Yeah, honestly, I don't know terrible. why you would expect it to not get feisty. Yeah. I thought that, uh, I thought everyone was just going to be super cool. Right, yeah. <laughs> Let's hear what you have to say, and then I'll calmly respond in an appropriate amount of time with what I have to say. I mean, I feel like this was the bitchiest group of women that we've had on the show in a long time. And they also were just 
I don't know. Like the, they seemed the most immature and vapid and they seemed really young. And all of that was just kind of a combination of, I mean, a terrible dynamic. Right. And I think that that played out again in the women tell all. Right. Though to me, what it sounds like you're doing is a bully. You know what? If you want to call it bullying, go ahead. It, to me, it's just you spitting your truth. That's the, you just telling them like it is. Don't at you. All right. Um, so Harrison wants to talk about Champagne Gate to pop her around the world. <laughs> I have to say, like, does Harrison ever hate himself? <laughs> or is he like uh... totally in on this? I mean, some of the stuff that he says, you would either have to be like, I am totally sold on my public persona or like, God, I hate that I have to say this. Like, I there's think it's no. Both. Okay. Yeah, you think that he's like, this is a preposterous thing to have to say. Um, yeah, so they talked about that. But again, I, I don't care about yeah, Champagne Gate. Yeah, I mean, that's the problem with the women tell all is like, every now and then, I think that they come in and you get some sort of new information or a revelation or a really sincere apology. And I just, we did not get any of that. Like they're all still being terrible to each other. They're all just still like yelling at each other. I I don't know. I I actually felt like Kelsey came off good. Right. Well, I was going to say there was a nice moment with Kelsey where she and said, you know, in regards to Champagne Gate, the pop heard around the world that uh, there there's a way to handle situations and the way you handled it was not rational and Kelsey said, "I totally agree with yeah. that." Yeah. So like that's that's a nice little moment. Again, that wasn't closure that I needed yeah. emotionally, <laughs> but if Kelsey and Sheehan need that closure, that's fine. When um, you know, she says like emotions are a good thing and men and women should be empowered by that. Like I actually felt like if any of them became more likable in the mm-hmm. women tall. It was Kelsey. Well, she's been popping all those pills that make her a little more level-headed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All that birth control. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I tell you who I don't need at a women tall is fucking Ashley I coming out. <laughs> like, good God, just leave. There, you know what? There is no place in this world for emotional shaming. No place. She brings Kelsey a giant bottle of champagne. That Polly brings out. Who's Polly? I don't know. Like, like come out here, Polly. Who like, is that? It's like Polly from The Sopranos. <laughs> <laughs> Polly Walnuts. I love that cocksucker like a brother. And he fucked me in the ass. Uh, Polly brings out all the prop stuff, but he also kills anyone that you want killed. <laughs> but not like in a really good way. You know, Not like a really effective, efficient way. Um... So what else do we have? I'll say I did not like Tammy at all in this, except no. except for some epic eye rolls. Yeah. Like eye roll Hall of Fame material. Like, that makes me dislike her. I just felt like she came in with such a bad attitude. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, no, I mean, I didn't like her, but like very gifable eye rolls. If there's yeah. not gifts of these eye rolls, I don't know what the internet is doing with itself. Yeah. Why and why it isn't working harder on that project. But uh, yeah, in, gen- in terms of actually, like, I feel like she did not come off well, which again, I, for the first couple episodes, I liked Tammy because I, I thought too. she was like blunt I she was and like, like 
sassy and yeah. funny. And now I just think she's really mean. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and she seems to like completely lack self-awareness or any ability to say like, sorry, or mm-hmm. I messed up. Like she just seemed to come in and, and not have any sense of, you know, uh, self-learning from the experience. Uh-huh. Right. She didn't grow through this journey mm-hmm. like some of the other women did. And like I did mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so Victoria co- goes and sits in the hot seat. And uh, Harrison brings up serious accusations about breaking up multiple marriages. And Victoria's like, yeah, I never did that. And he was like, oh, no, cool. She says, absolutely not. And he's like. Okay. Yep, sounds good. You heard it here first. Well, and then he's like, why would Marissa or Marissa or whatever her <laughs> name was, like, why would she make these accusations? Marissa is on the show. Right, okay, Marissa. 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 Sorry. <laughs> There's so many different uh, mar mare Urissas. Um, and she was like, I think she just wanted to be on the show. And it's like... They blurred her goddamn face. Right. Like, she didn't yeah. want to be on the show. And she's like, I don't know. I think she just doesn't like me. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> Why are you so jealous of me? That we know. Um, yes, but they really let her off the hook. They didn't bring up the White Lives Matter thing at all, whereas in the past season, so um, that fucking asshole Lee got grilled appropriately right. for his racist that, shit on I Rachel's think season. It's just like. <laughs> That's one of the things that bothers me the most from season to season is like, um, oh, now I can't remember who it was. Maybe it was Ari and Lauren, whoever it was. Like we got one contestant that Chris Harrison liked and they didn't get engaged at the end and Mm -hmm. Harrison was fine with it. But like when Juan Pablo and Nikki didn't get Mm -hmm. engaged, I mean, it was like, he was so rude about it to them just because he doesn't like Juan Pablo, mm-hmm. which like, fine. Yeah. I didn't either. Fair enough. But, but I just, I, it drives me crazy how they let some contestants slide with things and then others, they just like rake across the Yeah, right. Harrison plays favorites for sure. You got to get on his good side. Well, like, why is Victoria F a favorite? She can't talk. She doesn't seem smart or funny or likable like well it's because harrison understands their relationship other people don't get it but harrison who appears to have spent almost no time with them because we never saw him this season he gets it he gets that relationship yeah okay so then i mean what else do you have you got anything else you want to talk about nope just, yeah. uh, I mean, they go to a bunch of bachelor viewing parties and not surprisingly, Peter's parents tag along. <laughs> Those bachelor parties are so, like... Riding that bachelor next, gravy train. <laughs> next level, though, with the cookies and I someone's know. dressed as a flight attendant. Like, that really... Those parties were pretty impressive, I have to say. But, yeah, I've got nothing else to, to talk about here. We said I mean, this would Peter be... Peter comes out. He says he's truly grateful for every relationship that he's had. Mm-hmm. And that's about it. Yeah, you live and you learn. And then there were some bloopers of Peter falling across the floor trying to do uh, risky business. Uh, are we going to talk about the bully PSA? I mean, I think we've hit on it already. But, yeah, if you want any, anything to say about it. In well, addition... I just think it's really rich that a show that... <laughs> Pits these women against each other 
and edits them to look bitchy or cruel or stupid or foolish. Like the show purposefully puts them out to look that way. And and now we're supposed to sit here and listen to these complaints being made about the bullying, which I get. I get them coming from the women, but just the fact that the producers are are not acknowledging the role Their that complicity. they play in it. Yeah, yeah. like fuck you. Yeah. And, you know, maybe it's worse for people of color on the show because you never have people of color on sure. the show. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I just, I, it really irked me that they trot Rachel out there, which they mm-hmm. always do yeah. whenever they need, like, someone to show up and represent diversity on mm-hmm. The Bachelor. Well, you know what? Why didn't we get fucking Mike for Bachelor? Right. Like, yeah. and And why don't we have more than, like, I don't know. It's always just like two, maybe three black women, mm-hmm. one Asian woman, right. if we're lucky. Maybe, yeah. You know, like, I don't know. I just, it, I do, it is extremely unfortunate that the contestants are harassed that way, but it's because of the nature of the show. Yeah, well, in this, you know, the, the comments that they showed were really like way beyond the pale and totally unacceptable. I get annoyed when Harrison is like, people are prying into your private lives. And it's like, well, you put them on TV. So, like, people are doing that. Like, obviously, the stuff they showed was, like, way beyond that kind of criticism. But I agree. Like, the producers are complicit in a lot of white people. You know, like, a lot of the vague problems that lead to these much bigger um, issues that the, like, clearly these are horrible people DMing these people and emailing Tammy. But then I feel like they're like giving those people power by refusing to choose a black bachelor. Right. Right. No, I, I agree. Um, yeah. So I, I don't have a lot else to say about it or this episode. What do you got? You got anything else? I got nothing. It's a good thing we had all these tangents and diversions. Um, so here's another problem that you and I have to face, which is we didn't reference any songs and we need to choose a final song. So will you please sing a quick snippet of a song that we can then play as our closing song? Who, me? Yeah. Why don't you sing a quick snippet of a closing song? Might as well face it, you're addicted to love. How was that? Not good. Okay, well then you give us something. (laughs) What do you want to hear? Because this is like a fucking jukebox at this point. Why don't we, you know what we should do for next week? We should write a Pilot Pete parody. Oh, a parody song? Why does a bastard pilot, (laughs) son of a whore and a German man... Uh, well, what do you, do you want Hamilton? What do you I want? I don't know. At the end of the game, was, that was, was it. That was my parody. Well, but I want to, I want, we, we, the listener expects a closing song yeah, okay. that organically arises through our conversation. I've got it. Okay. And it's, well, I'm not going to sing it. Oh, what well, we just, well, it's got to be based on a reference. So you sing and it's then just, I'll put it's it in. It's based on a reference that we made. Okay. It's a reference to Jake Pavelka. Oh, I know, I know where we're going with this.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.